Um, but Japanese people in, in general, they were just so uh, kind and welcoming and generous, you know, both with their time but, and monetarily. Um, uh, people would regularly, if, this, if I was walking along a road, people would regularly sort of, you know, drive past and screech to a halt <laughs> and ask me if I was okay <laughs> because, uh, you know, it's not every day that you see, that you see a random person, uh, a, foreign, let alone a foreigner, let alone a black foreigner, walking across, you know, the middle of nowhere. I mean, so, so there was a lot of curiosity there. Um, and then with that, they would always, you know, ask me if I, if, if they all, first they would always offer me a ride. Um, and I had to explain in my uh, very broken Japanese that I, 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 <laughs> I can't, I couldn't. Uh, uh, I had this self-imposed rule that I had to walk every step. Hi everyone, welcome to episode 10 of season 2 of the podcast. In this episode, I chat with Alan Mesfin. Alan, German-born, British-bred, Eritrean-blooded and Spanish-based. Alan unwittingly stumbled into thru-hiking after sitting on a plane on his way back from visiting his brother in Japan. He's a maths teacher by profession, but he now exclusively tutors online, which affords him the time between hikes to work on converting his camper van and produce videos of his walks for YouTube. Now, this episode, we get to know Alan and he tells us about his hike across Japan which was really very interesting. His YouTube channel is aptly named Let's Try Something New. I hope that when everyone listens to this episode, they also get inspired to try something new and have grand adventures. For Alan, this hike across Japan was the catalyst for him making a big change in his life. But you'll have to listen to the episode to find out how that happened. Here's my chat with Alan. Uh, hi, Alan. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> hi. Nice to be here. Thank you so much for saying yes. No, not not at all. Not at all. I love so, I love talking. I love talking about it. So it's not. Um, uh huh. I, I I like chewing people's ear off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is the perfect opportunity. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I was just saying to you now. So I was saying to my daughter, ah, I've got an interview. Um, my daughter's at Varsity, but like we talked just before. And I said, I need to prep. I need to prep. I haven't had time. I need to prep. So I was like, uh-huh. I, I I, wanted to watch as many of your YouTube videos as possible so that I can get an idea of how the experience was for you. Right. So I start from the beginning and I'm just thinking, oh, my goodness, the Japanese people are so kind. And yeah. then when you were like, what could go wrong? I was like, uh, okay, <laughs> you wait and see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, um, I mean, in hindsight, uh, I mean, a lot more went right than wrong. That's for sure. <laughs> and I certainly remember the, 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 the right things uh, far more vividly than the, than the wrong. But there okay. were, yeah, there were a few things. There were a few, there was a, a few instances that were a bit hairy. That's for sure. Yeah. 
Okay, Alan. So um, before we start, start, could you introduce yourself to the audience? Who is Alan? Um, I um, I was born in Germany, um, and I grew up there until I was about fifteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we moved to the UK, and I I finished my education there, and I went to university there. Um, but my parents are from Eritrea, and but now I live in Spain. Oh, okay, yeah. I was I was because I was trying to place your accent right, and I couldn't. Oh, all over the place. <laughs> People generally have uh, <laughs> trouble with it. Okay. I get all. I get yeah. all sorts of people. People like to say that I sound Irish sometimes, or sometimes I pick up a Scottish twang, and then, you know, American people say I sound British, British people say I sound more American. I've had Australian before, I've had South African even, somehow. Wow, but, really? Yeah, but none of it is true. I mean, I, I was brought up on American English, because um, we had American television when I was growing up in Germany, because mm-hmm. there was a, a, an American army base nearby. And, uh, but then when I moved to the UK, you know, it, it sort of, became a, a mixture of the, of, the, of those two. Yeah, I but mean I don't that... Have any... Oh, sorry? sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say I don't have any actual uh, affiliation with, uh, with the US, apart from having some family that lived there. But I didn't, I didn't grow up there or anything. So, I mean, now that you've m- mentioned Germany, I, I can hear a bit of it coming through. <laughs> of a German twang? Yeah, just a tad. So I... I... <laughs> <laughs> so I'm getting a bit of the British. I definitely got a bit of that, but the German. So it's like a mixture. It is a mixture. Yeah, yeah. it, it to is a mixture. Depend on what where people themselves are from as to what they can pick up. Ah, that's so interesting to the audience. Basically, you decided to walk across the Japan, and I was just I saw another one that said Slovenia, but let's deal with Japan first. Yeah. Please tell me, why, what made you decide to do this? Yeah, that's an interesting, um, that's an interesting question. I was, I've got a brother in Japan. I've got a brother in Osaka. Mm. And he lived, he moved there about 15 years ago now. So he's married with kids. Um, and I went to, I'd been to Japan before, a couple of times to visit friends and then also eventually to visit him. And I really wanted, I knew I always, I always knew I wanted to spend more time in Japan and I wanted to um, visit as much as I, as I could. Now at the time I was already living in, in Spain and um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a teacher by trade. I knew I was going to, leave or at least I had planned on leaving for an extended period of time so I kept thinking about what would be the best way of seeing as much of Japan as possible Um, and I had considered a whole bunch of different things like you know moving to Osaka for six months and doing a language course and then traveling out from there Um, I thought about cycling across the country. But ultimately, it was on the plane back from visiting my brother that I had 
come across a, a documentary on the plane um, about the Camino de Santiago, which is a pilgrimage across Spain. It's a very, a very popular uh, through hike. And, and as I was living in Spain at the moment, I thought, well, first of all, I thought that that was a really, that was a really nice way of, of seeing of, as much of the country as possible without having, without having the feeling of rushing across it. Like on the, the, re, the, the biggest problem about cycling for me was that a, I, I mean, I didn't have a bike and I didn't know how to repair one because invariably it would go wrong. So we'd need to, I would need to learn how to maintain it. Oh, so logistically it was just a bit, um, it was more, it was more complicated. And, and I would feel like, I, I didn't want to feel like I was cycling from place to place and missing out on all the things in between. Um, yes. No, I wanted something. I just wanted, I, I was looking for something a bit slower. And then I came across the documentary on the, on the flight. And I thought that was a great idea. And I didn't at the time have any clue as to how big Japan was apart from you know, having seen it on a map and being able to use it to estimate uh, the size. But of course, you know, most maps are, are distorted. And so the, the, the relative size of the sizes of the country, uh, different countries, wasn't quite as, um, as, as accurate as I, as I had thought. So I, I completely underestimated how big it was. But but that was fine. But anyway, so I was I, I watched the I watched the the documentary, and then I thought, well, why don't I walk across Spain first and do the Camino because I'm already living there, so it it makes sense. I knew it was smaller. I, at least I got that bit right. It was definitely smaller, and uh, I thought if I could do that, if I could if I could walk across Spain, I'd come out the other side, um, then I would do Japan. Um, so I did. And I really enjoyed it, but um, and then and then immediately afterwards, I started telling people I was going to walk across Japan. Yeah. Uh, it, it, by the time I found out how far it was and how much longer it was, uh, I had already told way too many people to back out. <laughs> so I was committed. I was committed. I was in. I, I, there was nothing I could do. Um, but as it turns out, it, it, you know, after the first few weeks, if you can get if you can get through the first few weeks, then you can basically more or less do any distance, barring any sort of major injuries. You can you can you can you can just keep going. Um, so in the end, it wasn't that big of a deal. But yeah, that's how I that's how I came to uh, deciding to, to 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 walk across uh, Japan. <laughs> I like your decision-making process. <laughs> then you're like, I've told too many people at this point, I have no choice. I should just go yeah. forward. <laughs> yeah. there, was, there, was, there was an inherent um, pressure there that uh, I couldn't escape. Yeah. Okay. So um, obviously you said you walked across Spain. Yeah. And what other prep did you do? Because... I, I I said this to somebody else. Ignorance is bliss. It's good you didn't know a lot of things before you started yeah. because you might have quit before you'd even began. Yeah. 
um yeah so what sort of prep did you did you sort of prep did you have before you started walking apart from walking across Spain um very little to be honest um I I had been traveling in the run-up to this hike I had been traveling for uh eight months um uh, across you know uh, Europe and Asia and, and Australasia and so by the time I got to Japan I I I mean any any preparation I would have done beforehand would have lost its effect by then um so you know I didn't I tried not to think about it too much um but you know I I, I wouldn't recommend that <laughs> As the first the first couple of weeks were a real uh, shock to the system. When I walked across Spain, I I did some high intensity interval training for a few months beforehand. Um, but yeah, other, otherwise, uh, very little, very little. I mean, I had told myself that I would start really slow. Um, so that my body would sort of get used to it, but somehow, no matter how many times I do this, I never, I never stick to it. I always, I always push myself too hard right from the get go, and I always carry too much stuff, you know. So the first, the first few weeks are always uh, terrible. Yeah, <laughs> they are, they are. my my body is is just, you know, saying, "What are you doing? What 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 is this?" Why would you do this again? Um, <laughs> but uh, as the years go on, it, it it does it gets it gets a little bit easier. I think I think I'm at the point where it takes me maybe four or five four or five six days mm-hmm. to get used to it. Um, and usually now I will do some I will do some sort of training uh, beforehand. But it's not it's not you know I haven't sort of researched specifically um, training that would most benefit long distance hiking um you know there's there's some calisthenics but there's also cardio you know it's just general general it's more of a general workout um what what tends to suffer the most are obviously my legs um specifically my knees because i've got dodgy knees but so, so i'll make sure that they are trained um but then as well I'll, I'll i'll always make sure that i have some hiking poles uh, because they really take off a lot of pressure on your knees not yeah. just you can use them properly if you use them properly you know you can use them to sort of pull yourself up if there's an incline but also critically you know take the take the the the, the brunt of the impact when you're going downhill mm. for me downhill was always is always harder than than going uphill because going uphill it's a, it's a lot more muscular whereas downhill it, it really puts a lot of pressure on your knees um so those hiking poles really really help yeah but even when it's flat ground you can really sort of pull yourself along um so so that's that's definitely something i would make sure mm. i had okay so your hiking poles um so I mean I don't go on as grand adventures as walking across Japan. 
but I thought of myself when I saw you because I sometimes will go on a trail that I have never done before, but I have a GPS, a big watch. <laughs> I don't know if you saw it in the video where yeah. I can load my routes in advance and my watch tells me when I'm off route and it tells me to get back on route and it tells me when the weather is bad. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so I have that advantage. How, how did you plot that map though? Um, I'm, I, you, you just kind of make it up. I mean, the, the hike, this particular hike, um, I mean, there's a lot of really beautiful trails around Japan for sure. Mm. Um, there wasn't one, there wasn't a through hike trail. Um, meaning, you know, end to end across the country. So I, I basically made it up. I mean, I hitched a ride on the the, the Shikoku Trail, the, the 88 Temple Trail. Yes, yes. But um, for a while. But mostly, I just, you know, you would, the night before, I would typically determine which direction roughly I wanted to head in. And then maybe plan out, well, actually, that's not even true. I wouldn't plan out three days worth, but I would I would plan out three days worth of where I needed to, where I wanted to get to. But in terms of the actual trail, I would do the night before or, or on the day. Um, I, would, I would use, uh, you know, an app and say, how do I best get here? Yeah. I, and it would it would it would suggest a trail to me, and then I'll try and stick to that. I don't have a fancy watch; I just use my phone. You just but... use your phone. So I have a question for you from this discussion. Are you the type of guy who just basically lives by the seat seat of your pants, like, or not? Because <laughs> I'm getting a vibe. Yeah. Tell yeah. Me what's wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, certainly. Certainly, yes. I mean, I, I would say probably. I mean, yeah. If I had to pick one of the two, uh, yeah, I'd probably say that. I, that I do. Um, <laughs> certainly, with Japan, as it was my 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 second only my second hike, I I, I definitely didn't prep as much as I as I could have, or thought about it too much as I could have, because again, I I didn't want to, you know talk myself out of it or, or anything like that. I mean, I knew, you know, the worst case scenario for me was always that I would get injured and I would have to pull out. Um, but I always had my brother there in Osaka who could, you know, help me out or, you know, I, I wasn't, I was never, I was never, the, the worst case scenario for me wasn't that bad. You know, getting lost is not that big of a deal because, I mean, I, 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 I had a phone. I had a, I actually bought a, um, a Japanese SIM. Uh, so I had, I, I could, you know, just phone the police or my brother or uh, if I need picking up or, or find, you know, a taxi company or whatever, you know, like I, getting, the worst thing that that getting lost would do is add a few extra kilometers to my to my um, to my journey, which was annoying and has happened yeah. <laughs> on several occasions. But that wasn't uh, that was never um, a big deal, you know. It was never it was never a, 
it was never going to cause me to stop the hike <laughs> the, the most difficult so injury would have been the thing that would have basically so as made as you as stop yeah exactly so as long as i was being careful i didn't you know it was it was fine i always knew it was going to be from the vibe I'm, from the way we're talking i'm guessing japan isn't your last walk across the country stint so you've done spain you've done japan which other countries have you done um after that i did um i i chose to walk across slovenia i had um on my trip remember i said i had i had I'd been traveling before i got to japan and one of the countries i'd gone went to was slovenia and i immediately really liked it and i knew i wanted to see more of that country and about halfway through japan i had i started thinking about like what you know how can i do this again because i was really enjoying it and then i started thinking about which country for well, first of all i knew i wanted to walk across a smaller country <laughs> i couldn't i couldn't i couldn't uh, afford to take another you know five six months holiday so I wanted to walk across a smaller country and then I was sort of thinking about the ones that I'd gone across uh, or been to and uh, Slovenia immediately popped into my mind. So that that was first on my list. And the following year, I managed to do that. Um, and I did that in my summer holidays. I got I got two months of summer holidays so uh, in the summer. So I... Um, managed to complete it within that i mean in fact slovenia was only four and a half weeks i think it was it, you know it was a much 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 faster um and then after that well covid happened after that so my plans were all postponed and but this last summer just gone i managed to finally get back out there and i walked across portugal which i've oh. been intending to, to to visit for a very long time that must have been amazing. Yeah, was, <gasps> we were both, we were both it's, it's very beautiful and, and it was a lot of fun. I really, really enjoyed it. Ah, oh, okay. Wow. Okay. Okay. Let's let's come back to Japan. So if you had to look at the whole trip of Japan, like you going across the country and everything, obviously we can't talk about everything. But if you had to pick, say, what was the maybe three highlights? Things that you were like, wow. And maybe three low points. It's a diff difficult question because there's so much. Well, I, I don't say... know. How, how, how much do you think you want to say? Oh, no, no. There's not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, uh, I, I, I always, as one of my highlights, I will always quote having um uh, meeting people as as probably if i had to pick you know the most the best thing it would be it would, it would certainly be the people also was true with you know subsequent hikes um but japanese people in in general they were just so uh kind and welcoming and generous you know both with their time but and monetarily and, uh, people would regularly if this if I was walking along a road 
people would regularly sort of, you know, drive past and screech to a halt <laughs> and, and ask me if I was okay. Because, um, you know, it's not every day that you see that you see a random person, uh, a, foreign, let alone a foreigner, let alone a black foreigner, walking across, you know, the middle of nowhere. I mean, you... So, so there was a lot of curiosity there. Um, and then with that, they would always, you know, ask me if I, if, if they all, first, they would always offer me a ride. Um, and I had to explain in my uh, very broken Japanese that I, 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 I can't, I couldn't. Uh, I had this self-imposed rule that I had to walk every step yeah. from, from the southernmost point to the, to the northernmost. So I couldn't take a lift as much as I often wanted to. Um, but then they would, you know, they would scramble around the car and, and like find some something to give me, um, mm -hmm. whether it's you know like snacks or uh, uh, a can of uh, coffee, uh, which to this day I find very weird. <laughs> I find it weird to drink tea or coffee out of a out of a can, especially when it's hot. <laughs> It was it was very bizarre. Yes, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, they 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 it was always offered. Um, and and an actual fact, I don't drink coffee. I don't I don't particularly like it. But especially early on, I wasn't. I couldn't even say the word no. I didn't know what the word no was. No was in Japanese. So so I would just accept and you know smile. Um, thank you. Uh, and then and then and then I would drink it. Um, lightness. Um, but but yeah, it was, it was it was it was funny how often I was offered coffee, and I just want to say, <laughs> just tea would be nice. Tea would be better. But, so, uh, <laughs> sorry. No, no, no. I commiserate because uh, I think coming to Japan as a foreigner as you say and as a black person obviously you you will stand out and I'm also an outdoorsy person so I will go and hike random trails and I spend a lot of time alone so I'm usually a random person in a rural area on my own doing stuff and what people don't know about the Japanese people I think until you've actually done something like this or lived in an area is they are so kind so kind it's like i mean sometimes the the driver will stop and say are you sure you don't need to get onto this bus this bus will take you to the station <laughs> you know they are like that yeah. it's one of the things that i think is is not spoken enough about yeah absolutely i remember my mom even talked about this when she she went to visit my brother when his um, first when, when, when his, I think it was his daughter that was born and she, um, she, she likes walking around so she was like wandering around Osaka and her, um, her, her the battery on her phone died and she got lost and so she stopped a random man on the street and asked him if she could phone uh, my brother and of course he obliged and she was trying to describe to my brother who was at work at the time you know how where she was but she's not the best at sort of you know <laughs> just describing 
a big giving giving useful information. So you know, she's saying, "Oh, there's a there's a shop here, and there's a you know a lamppost there, and you know." So she, uh, my brother asked to speak to the guy, um, and he told that he told him to just point her in the direction of um, the, the the train station. And um, but this 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 person not only did he do that, but he he took my mum. He walked her to the train station. And bear in mind, this is someone who was you know walking and possibly going to work or doing. He was busy. He was going somewhere, and he was in fact going in the opposite direction. So you know he he took her to the station. He walked her onto the platform oh. and waited waited for the train to arrive and for her to get on the train before he before he left. And wow! That, yeah, that was just, uh, that was just incredible. And I had you know similar similar experiences, and more than one uh, when I when I did my hike. You know, there's a there's a few standouts, but um, I remember I remember I met um, Yuki-san in um, it was in. It was in Shikoku, yeah. And um, I had, it was the end of the day and I had nowhere to sleep. I was looking for a hotel. Um, I did carry a tent, but at the time, I started the hike in February, so it was still quite cold and I was, I was reluctant to, to, to camp. Um, so I was looking for a hotel or a hostel. And um, I couldn't, I got, I arrived at this town and I couldn't find, I couldn't find anywhere. So I, I bumped into, into Yuki and I asked him if he could, uh, if he knew any place. And he, 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 he sort of pointed me in, in the direction of a few and I said I'd already tried them. So he got on the phone and tried to ring around. And we couldn't find anywhere. So he said to me, you know, get in the car, we're going to, we're gonna drive to a place that I know, and we'll 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 see if they have any room. And I was a bit reluctant, not because of you know stranger danger or anything. Like I wasn't I wasn't worried about being kidnapped, but instead I was worried because you know I had this self inflicted rule that I had to walk every step. So now I'm in a car driving, God knows how far. So I had to I had to you know knowing full well that in the morning I'd have to come back. So I was hoping not to, um, <laughs> that he wasn't, he wasn't going to take me too far. Um, and so we were driving along and we tried a couple of places. And again, we couldn't find anywhere. Any, anywhere. Again, he was, he was doing something else at the time. But now we're, you know, it's like we're driving around for 10, 10 15 minutes um, trying to find a place. He eventually called... Um, his wife and we ended up picking her up she spoke a little bit of english we ended up picking her up and then we were all driving around together and we did find somewhere it was about five kilometers out from where they had picked me up um i did i did put a little star on my map so i knew where, where to where to head back to and i and i explained to 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 his wife that um um, uh, where that, that I would have to in the, in the morning I, I have to walk back 
And she immediately, she, she shut that down. She said, no, no way. We're going to, we'll, we'll pick you up in the morning and we'll drop you back to, to the spot. So I was, I was very, uh, very thankful for that, obviously. So yeah. I, yeah. Um, we got to the hotel, we found it. We, there was a, there was one more room available, um, which was great. And as I was checking in and, you know, thanking them uh, profusely, they, they asked if I had any plans for that evening. And I said, well, well, no, I'll probably have a wander around and check out the, 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 the neighborhood. And then they said, well, why don't we go out for dinner? Let's, let's, let, let us invite you for dinner. I'm like, great. I was yeah. always happy when, uh, when, when things like when, when food is involved. So they, they picked me up. I, um, you know, I, I got dressed. I had a shower. I washed my clothes. Um, and then they picked me up. And then we, we went to um, one of their local uh, favorite restaurants. The wife actually had to work. Um, so she didn't join us. Um, but Yuki and I uh, sat, sat, sat in the restaurant and, and, and talked as much as we could at this point. I had very had a very limited vocabulary uh, <laughs> of Japanese, but but we kind of made it work, and uh, we had a great conversation. And um, later, he then took me to his house, and there was a. Uh, we went into his garage, and as he opened the door, there was a, he had a, a giant bar in his garage. <laughs> um, a fully licensed bar. Yeah. And then, and then, the, uh, then his his mother appeared behind the bar, and and started like serving us drinks. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, and I guess at some point I mentioned that one of my favorite uh, things in Japan to eat was uh, okonomiyaki, mm-hmm. and so she she just made some like just there and then. And uh, served it up, and it was so delicious. It was really, really good. Um, and then eventually, his wife joined us. Uh, we chatted a bit more, and then we there was a local um, like tourist attraction that they said, you know, if you're not doing anything, we can go head out here. So I was like, yeah, of course I'm not. Done. I'm not doing anything. So we drove out <laughs> and um, spent spent the rest of the evening together looking at this. Um, this this tourist attraction, and we're sort of you know they're explaining to me. And then what time the day, did you go sorry. to bed? A B were you able to actually walk the next morning? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I mean, I I I'm lucky that I don't I don't really get hangovers, so it it wasn't really an issue. Um, and and also I didn't I don't have a very rigid schedule in in terms of when I needed to be on the on the on the on the trail again so i could just sleep in it wasn't really a problem mm-hmm. even checkout i think was like 11 or 12 or something so that wasn't that wasn't a problem luckily um, but yeah the night did go on for quite, quite a surprising uh, amount of time um but we had a we had a wonderful evening together and then they drove me back and um they said in the morning we'll see you in the morning and we'll we'll we'll, we'll drop you back where we um, where we picked you up so I had a great night's sleep, um, uh, a wonderful evening. And in the morning, as I came to check out, I, you know, they were already there waiting for me. And I got in the car, um, feeling very uh, energized and, and 
excited and um uh she the the, the wife uh, what was her name um, miraku miraku i think she turned around and she had breakfast in her hand <laughs> she's like what are you doing this morning <laughs> I was like, well, I was going to walk, but I can, I can, I can hang out um, with my new besties. <laughs> so um, they're like, okay, great. So let's, let's walk. Let's, let's go ahead to the, um, the local castle, uh, which we did. And at this point it was uh, Sakura season. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, we went, we walked up to the castle. There was Sakura trees everywhere in full bloom. Yeah. They had, uh, they had breakfast um that they brought along and um yeah we had a really nice uh, uh morning together and, and and chatted and laughed and in fact it turned out that you i think yuki had never actually been to the castle or it had been like many many years since he had been there himself so he was really excited um it was a really beautiful castle actually uh for such an unassuming uh town wow. and um yeah we had a wonderful time together and then they eventually uh dropped me back where I, where they had picked me up and yeah. we, we said our goodbyes and, um, and then they, they, they drove off. Um, but that wasn't even, that wasn't even, I thought that was the end of the story, but it wasn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because I had set off and eventually I realized that I had left a back, my battery to my camera in, in the hotel room. Oh. And I tried to, I I could and so so I I phoned I phoned Yuki and asked him to phone the um, the, the hotel to see I, th- I didn't really know if it was there I wasn't certain um, so I asked him to phone them to to ask if they had found one and he said yeah yeah no problem no problem and then I you know ten minutes later I received a phone call saying yep they have the battery I'm on my way over there now to get it where are you so that I can you know dry drop it off like my plan i was going to i was going to you know walk back there because it wasn't completely out of the uh, out of the way for me yeah but he said, no don't be silly i'm gonna go and get it it would take me no time so he drove there picked it up him and 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 um uh, uh his wife and we and then they came to 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 find me um <laughs> and it was it was it was the, it was the craziest thing and all of this, bear in mind, like all of this came from me just asking him for directions. I just asked him, like, where's the nearest, where's the, is there a hotel nearby? Wow. The adventure that, that sprung out of that. Yeah, but um, this is the, the recipe for a perfect adventure because I think your approach is you're doing the thing, but you're taking it easy and you're basically taking it easy. Yeah. You don't have hard, fast rules. Like I have to be up by six. I have to have done so many. Of course, you're not chasing an FKT, fastest known time. So, you know, you are slowly going through the country, which means you're prime for adventure. If Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And this is just one. You should write a book. <laughs> I bet yeah. I'm not the first person who said that. No, no, you're not. Um, I did consider it. Um, I did consider it. the the main The main problem is that I 
I would have to obviously have, I mean, for me to have done it, I feel like I, I would have had to write extensive notes at the end of each day mm-hmm. just so that I remember all the little details. Um, you know, a story like this, I'll, I'll always remember. But, um, but you know, there's, there, there's, a, there's a bunch of things that would have happened that I've, you know, completely forgotten about. Um, so it's, it's a bit, it's a bit, A, it's too late now, I, I think. And also B, I, by the end of each day, it was, I was always quite tired and I couldn't, I couldn't imagine myself then sitting down for an hour, say, you know, writing, writing up notes. All I wanted to do was, you know, have a shower, wash my clothes, get something to eat. And then by that point, maybe have a wander around wherever it is I was. At that point, you know, it was it was kind of game over. I was uh, ready to ready to go to bed. Um, yeah, Madoka, that was her name, Madoka, Yuki and Madoka. Okay, Madoka. Um, yeah. So so yeah. I mean, so that's why I decided to to film it instead. I found that was um, a lot less. Uh, intensive labor intensive um because i'm just you know i'm 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 recording as i'm as i'm doing it okay Uh, the editing though was must have been a lot of work i mean i obviously like the annotations on the video those are pretty cool but yeah it it took an age i mean the 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 editing of japan in particular took as long as the hike itself Mm. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, episodes, um, and each each video covers a week, more or less, of of, of the hike. Um, so there was a lot to there's a lot to get through, and and that's only having used maybe twenty thirty percent of what I filmed. Yeah, um, um... So, yeah. editing was uh, editing editing, and and on top of that, I'm I'm quite I'm a bit of a perfectionist, so you know. If it's if something doesn't line up, if something is like two frames out, it would really annoy me. So I'd have to go back and change that. But you know, it was I, it was an enjoyable process. I, I quite like the uh, I quite like the the, the creativity of it. Um, okay, and it's something that I always have something to to look back on. You know. Yeah, um, I know another guy. His name is Dimitri. He didn't walk across Japan, but he ran all the rivers in Tokyo he yeah so he was doing a run the rivers campaign so basically running every river from beginning to end and we were talking about the editing and yeah he says geez it takes so much time yeah 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 I mean even now I've um you know I've having just well having just finished having walked across Portugal a few months ago now I've only just sat down to uh, the to, to edit the the footage because uh, you know I've been putting it off, <laughs> and I'm just and I'm and I am very acutely aware of of you know I'm remembering how how long of that process that is. Mm, it does uh, take a lot of time. It really I don't does. have any. I don't have any. I, I don't sort of put any pressure on myself in terms of like getting it out as soon as possible, or whatever. Like I'll get it done when I get it done. So. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's all right. 
Okay. So my mind went somewhere there, but I'll, I'll, I'll put a note in it and I'll come back to it. Um, so what, so obviously the people, so we're still saying the people are the highlights. What about food? Anything else? Like you will say, this is the most beautiful thing I saw in Japan. Yeah. I mean, there are, there are, there are places, there are certain, obviously places that I like more than others. You know, um, for example, Beppu, I really, really liked, um, not least because of all the onsen. Um, but my brother, that's where my brother actually went to um, when he first moved to Japan. He did a master's there at um, IPU, I think it was called, um, an international university there. Yeah. Uh, you said which area? Beppu in Kyushu. Ah, oh, okay. The, okay, um, that's, that's where that's where all that's where all I think it's most famous for the onsen. I think um, so. I really like that that whole that whole. I mean, I I loved Kyushu in general. Um, it was very it was very beautiful there. Um, but then even you know Shikoku was was really nice and the people were super friendly. I mean, they're obviously used to people walking the um, the, the the 88 Temple Trail. And um, so they're always giving encouragement and things. <clears throat> um, Honshu, I mean, you know, the, the bits from like, uh, I walked from Osaka up the, um, and then past, past uh, Kyoto and then up to the Northern coast and then uh, along, the, along the West coast. It was that first section, you know, there wasn't nothing to shout about. It wasn't the most beautiful um, area, but, um, you know, it, it had other things going for it, for sure. Um, and then obviously I walked past the, the Japanese Alps and then by the mm. time I got to Hokkaido, it was the summer, luckily. So it wasn't cold. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually a very reasonable temperature. And, um, and again, especially that first section of Hokkaido, um, was was really really beautiful, and by then I was I was euphoric anyway because I you know I knew the end was coming and, and you know I didn't have much longer to go, um, and that I had actually I because I had I had doubts throughout I didn't know if I was going to make it. Um, I think the first time I thought I c I could do it was when I reached Osaka, which was about a third of the way. That was the first thousand kilometers, and then I thought, well, if I make it this far and I'm still all right. And I'm yeah, gonna be okay. Ah, that's interesting. Oh my gosh, I'm just looking at the map. Yeah, was, right. uh, mm -mm. wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> it's the best way to see the country. Uh, I did a little walk from here to Tokyo. From um, where are you? I'm in Saitama, so I. I woke up and I walked from here to the seaside. I wanted yeah. to see if it could be done. Obviously, I didn't know about you yet. So walking to the seaside is really not a thing, considering you walked across the whole island. But that's the best way. Now I can say I know Tokyo. That's the best yeah. way to know a place. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, what is that? Is that like, um, but that, you know, do you, do you, can you do that in a day? I did in a day. I did it in a day. Yeah, nice, nice. It's about forty-two. Oh wow! Yeah, that's far. That's a that's a 
that's quite the that's quite the distance to cover in a day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah know. no, it, it is you're right though. It is, it it does make you think like uh, I mean I I mean obviously I didn't I didn't think it walking across a city was possible, let alone a country. But once you do it, you realize that the cities, you know, even the biggest as big a city as London. It's not that big, you know. I mean, I mean, comparatively, obviously, it is, but um, but it is certainly possible uh, to, to 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 walk across it. It's funny the whole your 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 view of 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 a place definitely you know shrinks down. Um, yeah, it, it's it very it's, it, it, it 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 connects a lot of a lot of dots. And, um, you know, it makes you want to, at least for me, it made me want to explore all the different sort of areas. I mean, it's funny, like, talk, like whenever I, I talked about Japan to people, it, I, I probably, I would probably argue that I've seen, you know, more of Japan than most Japanese people. But at the same time, when I think about how much, especially if I look at the, my, I look at my map, I have a really beautiful map hanging, um, a, a large map on my wall that I had like nicely framed, mm, and yeah. um, I, I put, I, 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 I backed it onto a bit of foam, and I put like little pins on, you know, where I had stayed each night. So it's like the the map you're probably looking at, but it's in, um, you know, it's it's in in it's not a digital map; it's a, a real life map. Yeah. And um, I often just look and stare at it, and, and I think, I, I when I look at it, I don't think, oh wow, look how of how much of Japan I've seen, but rather the opposite. Look how little I've covered. Really? <laughs> because there's so many. You think of, yeah, because if you think about all the rest of the area that I just I, I didn't get to see, you know, I've only seen maybe you know half a percent of of actual landmass. Um, so I, I, you know, there's, there's, there's so much to see, which is why also I, I actually intend on heading back to Japan, hopefully in the next year or two to do another, another hike, a, a slightly smaller one, but mm -hmm. it would probably be, um, more West to East. I think I, I, I want to probably start around like Fukuoka or maybe, um, Nagasaki and then walk along the south coast of Honshu um, because I skipped all of that bit out, you know, having walked across Shikoku, the northern coast of Shikoku, I yeah. missed out on like, you know, Kobe and, 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 and Okayama and Hiroshima. Um, ah. So, so there's a, I feel like there's a lot I still want to see. And then I would continue like through maybe um, what's it like Nagoya and then on to uh, as far as Tokyo. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, because I was actually going to ask you, would you would you come and do it again? But as you're absolutely. saying, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, yeah, I I, I I can't wait to do it again. Um, it's more, I mean, that distance is probably probably just over a thousand kilometers, between a thousand and thousand five hundred kilometers. Um, and that would be pushing. Like, I don't think I can do that in two months. Um, so I would have to probably take some more time off, um, which, which is, which is problematic, but as soon as I can figure it out, 
I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely doing it. I mean, there's there's, there's no I question. Have, I have a solution for you. What's that? You can run it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's true. Um, <laughs> although, how many? So, how many kilometers would you run in a day if you're doing a long distance hike, a long distance trail? So we are saying, well, it depends how fit you are. Yeah, I know that the guys who are extremely fit, right? Which I'm not. So let's tone it down. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take twenty okay. percent off of that immediately. You can do a marathon a day. Oh, really? Yes. So Jeez. I walked a marathon a day, right? I walked forty-two in a day. Yeah. So if I ran that forty-two, it would take me maybe five hours if I was taking it easy because I had fifty more marathons to do, right? Yeah. So. If you did 42 in a day, let's see, what's 1,000 divided by 42? Um, about, I don't know, 20 something, 25? See, there you go. You just need to train for it. I would definitely need to train a lot. Um, but the other issue is, <laughs> so I would um, typically carry um uh, sort of a, a 40 liter rucksack like it would probably weigh well yeah. i mean i i try and keep it to 10 kilograms as much as i can but invariably it ends up being like more like 15 mm -hmm. and uh, i don't particularly uh fancy you know putting that kind of pressure on my knees <laughs> um, no so i, I well i mean if you if you had to if you decided to run it obviously you would need to plan more in advance in terms of uh logistics so every night you need to get there and your stuff is there type thing so right. it's almost like you then need somebody well i suppose you could do it on your own but just more planning okay yeah. are we yeah. actually planning an adventure here because yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway yeah. Uh, yeah so i would have to i'd have to eat i'd have to probably like just yeah, send my send my luggage ahead. Yes, uh, and I would have to. Yeah, I would have to probably. I wouldn't have to like book every uh, you know, uh, book every uh, accommodation in advance. But I would have to roughly figure out my route. I would imagine. You would. You would definitely need your route figured out because that saves time. I I noticed. Um. Because I sometimes use Google Maps to run to a place. I noticed right. that I, I, me stopping and trying to figure out, am I turning left, also takes time. So if yeah. you have the GPX on your watch loaded, that, that saves hours. Yeah. So anyway, um, listen, I'm not planting any ideas in your head. <laughs> <laughs> um. I mean, but but either way, whether I run or or or, or walk it, it will it will certainly happen. Um, it's just a matter of uh, when. Okay, man, it sounds like such an adventure. It really is. Um... It's amazing. It's amazing, and every every country is different. But the but I always find, you know, at least so far, you 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 always. 
I'm always surprised by how 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 kind and, and generous the, the people are. Um, I thought Japan was an anomaly, but Slovenia was just it was just as they were just as kind there. Um, Portugal and Spain were a bit different, um, not because they were any less kind, but it, it's not really a fair comparison because along I, I certainly uh, along Spain I walked along the Camino Trail. In Portugal, I did for part of it. But there are thousands of people that walk that trail every year, tens of thousands, in fact. So, so, so people aren't as curious, um, you know, and and interested to to talk to you because they just see that every day, literally. Um, but people are still, you know, they're still kind and things. But as soon as you go off trail, then you know that's and that's probably if I had to pick. There's pros and cons to both, but I'd probably prefer that you know than than a really well-established trail so the road less traveled yeah 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 so so i have a a question but maybe a theory of sorts do you think your experience is different than say somebody else's because of your general attitude and demeanor because you seem to have a very open uh, aura and I'm sure that also makes people feel comfortable I mean I wouldn't I mean I would I would expect different people to have different experiences for sure mm-hmm. and if you're more open to them then yeah I mean I would I would, I would definitely say for example I mean I'm, I'm thinking of an exa- another example I was Again, I was in Shikoku, actually. I had just arrived onto the island and I was staying in a hostel and I was the only person there. It was a really beautiful town. It was a really beautiful town, actually. Um, I'd love to uh, go back there. It was in Ehime, in the, the, the Ehime prefecture. can't remember the name of the, the, the town, but it was really picturesque. And I was the only one, I was the only one there um, in this hostel. So I had a really nice room and the um, the owner was having, it, ha- it just happened to be the, o- the well, well, sorry, it wasn't the owner, it was the person who was running the, the hostel that day. It just happened to be his birthday. And um, he had invited me down. He had some, he was having some friends around for, for dinner and uh, he invited me down and you know, I could have very easily said no. I could have said, you know, I, I want to just uh, keep to myself and, and and have a wander around the, the, the town and, and take it in and, and relax and then, you know, have an early night. But I I thought, you know, despite the, 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 the obvious language barrier, I thought I would just join in and just see what happens. And it was one of the most fun, <laughs> one of the most fun nights uh, that I'd had. Um, in the whole during the whole trip, it was it was lots of uh, lots of laughing, lots of plum wine, like homemade plum wine, which was mm-hmm. delicious, um, and uh, obviously lots of great food. And wigs were involved somehow. I can't remember how we got to that point, but I was wearing a I was wearing a blonde wig at one point with pigtails. Um, <laughs> pictures. Um, but it was it was it was great. It was great. So you know, it, it could have gone a very different way for sure. So yeah, yeah. I mean, you 
you have to you have to you have to try and be uh, open to, to to these kinds of experiences. Yes. So for adventure to be more exciting, be open. Of course, I I generally think though that people who go on these adventures have those types of personalities. Not that I'm generalizing or anything, but maybe I am. But yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, that that wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, of course, bear in mind, like there were all, there were also a few days when I would have said no to something. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to go to bed. So you know, I, you know, I I probably did miss out on on some things. But I mean, you can't obviously you can't predict what's going to happen. So be, you know, I, I would try not to 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 um, be too close minded or or to to shut down any sort of invitation or 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 even even if it is like, do I go out or do I just stay in my in my um, in my in my hostel for the for the for the evening? Or do mm. I go explore? Um, you know, so yeah, it, yeah. Just, just remind. I remind. I try to remind myself to um, to take advantage of the the, the very um, privileged uh, position that I was I was in. And, you know. Okay, so I was going to ask, but maybe you didn't. Did you feel because you were on your own? right for like the longest time yeah 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 oh are you just alone now (laughs) but very rarely yeah i was i was was alone for a lot of the time yeah Mm -hmm. what's that like i don't know uh i don't know if that's the right way to ask the question Mm. (laughs) no i mean for me um again different people react differently to to, to being alone. I'm, I'm generally speaking more introverted than extroverted anyway. So I, I, I quite liked, I like being on my own. Um, and, and also I wanted to be, I was, I was curious to seeing how I would react. It was a little bit of a sort of experiment if you, if you like, um, as to how, it, how, how, I was curious how I would react being alone for an extended period of time. And, but I mean, for me, I mean, it turned out to be uh, fairly enjoyable, you know? Um, It's worth pointing out that I didn't, I wasn't alone all of the time. So there was some respite there. Like sometimes, well, I would, I would invariably meet people on the road, strangers who would want to chat. So during the day, oftentimes, especially if I was, in and around uh, a town or a city, you know, I would, I would chat to people. At the end of the day, if I, if I was staying in a hostel, if I wasn't camping, I would, I would generally strike up a conversation with people who were, who were there and, you know, often, you know, spend, spend evenings with them. Sometimes I was walking with people. Uh, I, I, I actually, there, there was one person I was staying with, I was couch surfing with them and they really wanted to walk with me for a little bit. So they had taken some time off work and then walked with me for a day, um, which was, which was a lot of fun. Um, and in fact, uh, a week later or two weeks later, they came and, and came to, they, they caught a train to catch up to me to do another day's hike. That was really cool. Um, 
and um, and then uh, once I came across a person who who was actually doing the same thing as as I was, if you believe hmm. it, it was yeah, it was it was it was crazy. Um, I, I mean, he was um, it was him. It was a Finnish dude and his friend. Uh, now the friend had been had had stayed behind because he caught he picked up an injury and he had to he had to he had to, I think he had to go to hospital in fact. Um, so he was stuck there for a few days. So I bumped into um, uh, the 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 other person, and um, we we saw each other in 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 a hostel. We were the only two people in a hostel. Yeah. And um, we um, we decided we 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 realized we were doing basically the same thing. We're, we're at least we were going in the same direction. He had started, I think, a few weeks after me. Um, but you know he was taking shortcuts <laughs> um but 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 yeah we we walked together for um i think a couple of days um and again later again we we managed to meet up again so that was that was really great yeah but other than that you know i i really didn't i really didn't mind it it, it didn't it didn't bother me at all um and in fact i i, I really appreciated having the, the the time and space you know to myself to do to do you know a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of soul searching um re- listening to a lot of audiobooks um or just you know just again just appreciating where i was and what i was doing wow but i, but I, uh, I fully appreciate like that that there's this there's there are people who, who who would find that a lot more um, intense uh, than, than I did. Yeah. So I was lucky. Yeah, as you said, also, I think it's got to do with your disposition. Um, okay, so let's talk about your body and nutrition. So yeah. a lot of my listeners are long-distance runners, ultra runners, and... Uh, I and something like this would interest them, but yeah. you know maybe they would run some of it, hike some of it. But my question is, Alan, how did you manage your nutrition? Because what I've noticed that happens on these things is people lose a lot of weight if yeah. you don't eat properly. Yeah, I did. I certainly did. I lost a lot of weight. Um, I mean, that wasn't necessarily a bad thing. Um, but it got, it's definitely got to a point where I, I didn't get worried as such because I still felt very strong, but I knew I had to pile on the, the calories. I was losing a lot of, uh, I was, I was expending a lot of calories. That was for sure. Uh, and over such a, a long period of time, I mean, the hike, it's, the hike, the hike was in the end, it was 140 days, uh, which is exactly 20 weeks uh, to the day. So that, that that's a quite a long time to be doing that, yeah. you know, every day. And um, after a while, the first month, you know, you don't, I didn't really notice anything. Um, but after that, you know, once once my body was used to it and it knew what to expect, it, it started, uh, you know, shedding shedding the the, the, the kilograms for sure. In mm-hmm. the end, I, I think I lost something like 13, 14 kilograms by the end of the hike. Whoa! Uh, and I and I was already, you know, I'm not a big guy, so um, 
<laughs> I was I was the skinniest I had been since being a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Which I found bizarre because I would I would eat a lot. I and 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 especially after that first month, I I, I actively tried to eat a lot. Typically, I, I mean, I wouldn't eat very rich food in restaurants because uh, you know I was trying to save money, so I'd usually go to convenies. But even that, even there, like the, you know, the, the the food that you get there, relative to you know European convenience stores or the US, the, the food there is relatively healthy. At least it's very easy to to find, you know, reasonably healthy food. Um, so, but I would really dig into, you know, the noodles and I'll get like the extra large portions and um, wolf it down really, really quickly. Still losing weight. So, yeah, it's something, it's, it, it's something that I needed to perhaps consider more. But like I said, I didn't get to a stage where I, I where I, that I got to, that I started getting worried about it. Uh, so I was lucky in that respect. And interestingly, with Spain, uh, with the other countries, because they were, well, presumably because they were shorter, um, you know, they only, they usually, they took around four to six weeks. And I barely lost any weight there. Yeah. If With Portugal just now, just gone, I only lost a kilo in six weeks, one kilo. So, but that, that, that had probably to do with, the fact I was certainly more aware of making sure I was eating enough calories. Um, and also I wasn't worried about uh, having to save money because it was a much shorter hike. So I would eat out a lot. And, and you know, that food was obviously a lot richer. And um, so that, that probably contributed. But after Spain, after my first one, I, I noticed that I hadn't lost that, so I don't think I lost anyway. So I didn't, I did, I wasn't expecting it by the time Japan came around. Yeah. Um, and I was actually quite surprised. Um, and that first, like I said, the first month of that, I didn't lose any weight. So maybe it's, um, maybe it just starts to kick in after, you know, after that. It depends how you were traveling. Were you doing a lot of ups and downs as well? Because that, that, yeah uses a lot of energy yeah 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 no it does i mean i tried as much as possible to stay away from i certainly didn't go over the alps i i, I tried as much as possible to to circumvent any uh, mountains i mean i would invariably have to go across a couple but um i didn't want to you know i didn't want to i mean first of all that obviously makes the the it adds a lot of time to to the journey and and i had even though i wasn't you know racing anyone i had to I had to I had a certain time that i had to, a certain amount of time during which i had to finish the mm. uh, the, 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 the the hike um but i tried to stay away from mountains as much as as, as possible so i certainly had that going for me Okay, yeah, uh, the ups and downs. How how grand did the Alps look? Of course, you didn't like traverse yeah. the Alps, but from where you were standing, it was, I mean, yeah, they were beautiful. They yeah, were they right. Were yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, 
Japan is so beautiful. Okay, what about gear in terms of shoes? How many pairs of shoes did you did you like have to buy a couple? Because three thousand is a lot. We usually get like eight hundred kilometers out of a pair of shoes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was it was exactly that. I I got a thousand a thousand kilometers out of each pair. Um, I had I had to use three pairs. Um, it was um. Yeah, it was something I was I was a bit worried about. Now, as it happened, I had I had I had ordered a pair, and um, I had because I had it. I ordered it off um, Kickstarter, so it's this crowdfunding um, website. So they, so I you didn't you don't receive them immediately. You receive them like a, a months later. So I had told them to ship a pair to um, first. I. I they were supposed to send it to me, send them to me to to, to London, but because it's been there were delays, I said just ship them to Osaka directly so I can pick them up, and um, they didn't, um, and I, by the time I started traveling, they they then arrived in London, and um, so I wrote them and I said, look, I, I had tried, I, I was trying to. I had asked you to, to to send them over to Osaka. Like um, this is a bit of a problem. So they sent a second pair for free to Osaka. Oh, okay. Uh, which was great um, because my parents then sent the first one across as well. So I had two pairs to start. Yeah. Um, the first pair lasted the thousand kilometers up to which was exactly which took me to Osaka. So I chucked that pair, put on the second one, um, knowing full well that I would probably probably wouldn't. Uh, wouldn't last uh, the the entire trip, and um, <clears throat> by the second thousand kilometers, I had to. I did, I went to um, various. By the I, I waited till I got to um, uh, another major city, which I think was Akita, and. Uh, by the time I got there, I, you know, I went to a few stores and, and tried to find a suitable pair. Now I couldn't find anything, so the the, the ones I ended up with were um, pretty terrible. But I mean, this the, it was the best. But you know, I did the best that I could. Mm. And funnily enough, I did, which is probably a bit cheeky, but I did um, write to the the company again and I said, look, look what I, I showed them. Like, look what happened because they had they had marketed them the boots as as lasting, you know, forever. Blah blah blah. So I said, "Well, look at what happened to my soul." Now I did. I have to. I, I, I have to uh, say at this point, I did disclose that I had been walking every day, you know, for for uh, a couple of months. But they were still very kind, and they said, "Look, we'll you know, don't worry about it. We'll send you another pair." So I got three pairs for the price. Of <laughs> now I didn't. They sent that back to Osaka again, so I didn't. Um, I wasn't unfortunately able to take advantage of them until I had actually finished the walk. But uh, I used that pair. I used that pair for um, Portugal. For Portugal. So yeah. hiking boots and how do you manage your blisters and that sort of thing? Yeah, that was. Um, yeah, that's that's uh, that was a that was a challenge. I mean, I was. I think lucky in that I didn't I didn't get many blisters. Uh, I can probably count them on one hand, um, and they were and they certainly weren't big. They were they were usually quite small. Um, I had I used dual layer socks. Okay, you know they are 
<clears throat> I think they were called they were called thousand mile socks. I think so. They have a, they have an inner a very uh, a skin tight inner layer that sort of uh, acts as a sort of a second skin, and then they've got sort of a woolly layer on top of that. So your the rubbing that occurs, you know, wasn't it never it it didn't it didn't rub your skin directly. So I think that helped a lot. Okay. Uh, and um, yeah, I got through a few pairs of those, but that that I think that helped to to certainly to minimize it. Okay, thousand mile socks. I've never heard of those. That's interesting. Mm. I don't know up. necessarily if they'd be useful for running. Um, maybe they would be. I don't know. But for high, but for walking, certainly it was a it was a lifesaver. Definitely for walking. Okay, so uh, only because I'm running out of time, I'm going to ask the last question, then we'll go on to the fun ones. If you had to say, okay, two quick questions. For somebody who would like to try something like this, what sort of advice would you give them? Um, I mean, certainly, you know, to take care of yourself. Uh, particularly your feet you know i wouldn't i wouldn't take any unnecessary risks um you know slow and steady wins the race and all that um there was and there was an element of urgency for me because of visa restrictions um you know you get a three-month visa well certainly not a three-month visa waiver as a as a uk citizen or as an eu citizen but then i had to get a visa extension um, which was a little bit com complica complicated, um, but that would last three months. So I knew I had, and after that, you have to leave the country. Of course, you could do a visa run and go to, I, mean, I know a few people that would just head over to Korea and then and come back, but I didn't want to do that. Um, so I, I had a six, month, a six month time limit. So there was an element of urgency there. Um, so I couldn't just meander across the country. Um, but if you start to rush and, push yourself harder than what you can handle uh, and you then pick up an injury you you know you not you risk not finishing in time so yeah i would i would be, you know be 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 mindful that it's not a it's not a uh, it's it's not it's not a race as such um there's no there's no point taking um unnecessary risks and walking too far too quickly um that's certainly a mistake I made on a few occasions, and I immediately regretted it. Um, I remember for Spain, for example, on my first—it was my first hike, my first through hike—and it was the first day, and I just and I walked way too far. I was carrying way too much. Um, I didn't have any hiking poles, and uh, I crawled into um, San Sebastián, the first, the first town. And I thought I, I literally, I managed to eventually, I found somewhere to sleep. But a hostel and I and my knees were in such pain that I thought I had to give up. I had thought I had to give up the entire hike on day one. Wow. Um, I was quite I was quite distraught. Um, so I took the next day off. Um, I um, took some 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 drugs. I bought some hiking poles. I uh, uh, you know strapped strapped my knees and. By the next day, I just decided to, to, to see how I felt the following day. And, and the, the day after, I actually felt fine again. 
Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I was at, from that very point onwards, I was very aware that I didn't want to, you know, push harder than, 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 than necessary. Okay. And lessons learned. Okay. So I've already got a couple of lessons. I got be open to new experiences. Don't push yourself too hard. Like, yes, you have a plan, but also be loose with your plan because you never know what will happen, obviously. Um, Which other lessons can you think of off the top of your head that you can say, okay, this is what I learned from walking across Japan, that you enjoy time on your own. You wanted to see what that would be like for you. That's also another lesson that you learned. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think I think probably the most valuable thing to come out of the experience for me was that by taking this extended period of time to myself, I ultimately learned about the the direction I wanted my life to take, and it felt like a 180 degree turn from the trajectory that it was on at the time. And that's only something that I came to realize after having all of this time to, to, to think about it and not being, not having the sort of daily pressure of the, the, the rat race and, you know, thinking about, you know, work and, you know, just, just daily life in general. Uh, being able to completely switch off was, for me, probably the single most valuable um, lesson because it, it 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 now it has resulted in a whole a whole host of uh, things in my life. Like for example, my the the I start I I I started. Um, work professionally I I stopped working in a school and I started tutoring privately which meant that I was working a lot less and had a lot more time to myself while still bizarrely earning more Um, and then that time also freed me up to for example buy a uh, a van which I'm currently converting into a, a camper van you know that's something I wouldn't have had the time for um, and of course you know more through hiking um, realizing that that's that's something that I really enjoy doing and, and, and want to do more of and I wouldn't have come to all of these conclusions or even thought about them because I never took the time to think about what what I want to do um, and that's that's a direct result of having this long period of time to um, to really sort of consider the direction my life was was taking. Yeah, wow! Okay, so so life changing. Yeah, it really was, and it was completely unexpected too. Like it's not. Uh, well, I wasn't searching for anything. I was pretty happy with my life. Um, you know, I just spent a year traveling across the uh, across the globe so I, you know i was very very happy um, but but yeah it 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 really like i said it was a it was a complete 180 for me wow 
still benefiting from it now, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's always a brave thing to change careers. Oh yeah, it's terrifying. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I like I was in South Africa. Yeah. For the longest time. And I said, when my kids are out of school, then I'll travel. So my kids yeah. are done with school now. This is me in Japan trying to travel. Yeah. Teaching English. Yeah. But it's a very difficult thing to just change from what you've been doing for so many years and do something else completely. Yeah. I mean, these hikes have, I mean, they've, they've certainly given me the courage to, you know, if, if, the way I saw it was if I can do something as crazy as, you know, walking across a strange, uh, unfamiliar country halfway around the globe on foot, then why can't I, you know, change my career or, mm-hmm. or, or you know, do these other things? Um, so that they've de- that's definitely given me the confidence to, to at least try. Yeah, nice. That's nice, Alan. Wow. Okay. Okay. Fun questions. What's something? (laughs) (laughs) What have we been doing all along? Okay. What's something crazy you encountered that only people who do these extreme endurance events would experience? So just something that you're like, what is this? What happened? One thing that that springs to mind. When I got to when I got to Hokkaido and I was uh, in the mountains, um, it it had been raining. I, w- I I set off. I was I was. It was a very it was a very remote area. I had come off the road and and, and walked deeper into the mountains, and it was just one very, you know, very slim trail, um, and I was I was I was in there for a, a few hours actually. And I wasn't, the thing is, <laughs> a lot of the time, the, the map that, that I was using was, was incorrect. There were either tra- you know, trails that were missing from the map or there were ones on the map that didn't exist. So this happens very often. So it was always aware that I could uh, get lost this way. And as it happened this particular day, I did, I did find myself in a position where I'd been walking for so long that I couldn't feasibly walk back uh, or certainly I didn't want to and but the trail just sort of disappeared and I was confronted with just you know um, uh, uh, bushes um, Mm. and uh, you know there was there was nowhere there was nowhere to go there was just a very abrupt halt and um, I had come across a uh, a, a footprint in the a freshly made footprint in the in this in the um, in the ground, mm-hmm. and I've got, I've got a got a a picture of it. But it was it it was a bear print. Now, <laughs> I knew that there were bears in Japan. I knew that there were black bears in Japan, um, in in Honshu particularly. But in Hokkaido, there are grizzly bears, and grizzly bears are a lot bigger and a lot more aggressive. And um, this looked like a grizzly uh, footprint, which I later managed to confirm with um, with the, 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 the place that I ended up at. He was like, mm-hmm. yep, yep, that's a grizzly, that's a grizzly. And it was freshly made. And then I saw like bear droppings 
everywhere. So I was, I was very, I was terrified. <laughs> I was, I didn't I think, I, no, I had a bell. I had, I had the, my only defense was a bell. <laughs> yes, I have a bell like that too. Mine is yeah. yellow. <laughs> yeah, that, that was it. Um, and um, every, so every time I turned a corner, my heart started racing and I thought, am I going to see one? Am I going to see one? Um, and, I, and again, I had gone so far that turning back was not really an option. And the, the print was, was facing in the same direction I was walking. So I was basically chasing. <laughs> um, and it was and then I got to a point where the trail ended right mm-hmm. and I, and there was no other like the, on one side there was a, a steep drop and the other side was you know um, it was it was a very steep incline so there was only one route to to, to go um, and and you know, I, I I I managed to fight my way through the through the through the bushes, through the wilderness, and I got to a river, which I was expecting to, but I was also expecting a bridge, uh, which the map told me that there was, and there wasn't. <laughs> now, so I had to I had to get across this river somehow because at, again, at this point, it's been like three four hours. There was no way I was going to go back and risk seeing the bears. Um, so I just had to get across and I don't do, I don't do particularly well with like cold water. Like I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, uh, wimpish when it, when it comes to that, but also it was freezing. It was really, really cold. Um, luckily the water was quite shallow, but it was very, uh, there was quite a strong current because also it had been raining. Um, but I, but I just had to do it. Like there was no other option and, um, so I had to, I had to, I had to, I had to, I took my shoes off, I took my socks off, which of course psychologically made it a lot worse. Um, and, uh, and also I didn't want to slip, it was super slippery. I didn't want to fall over and then make all of my gear wet. Yeah. Um, and also obviously I had a camera and so forth. Uh, so I, I was very, very careful. I was, I was, um, cursing the heavens for, for making me do this. I was really not enjoying it. Um, and uh, eventually I got to the other side. And uh, and even at this point, I didn't know if I was even going the right direction. Um, because again, there was no, no trail. But uh, eventually I made it across. And, um, and then I made it to a road. And then I made it to the campsite. Um, at which point, you know, the, the, the person there told me, yep, that is a, that is, that was a grizzly. And I also saw some signs on that side of the road saying, be careful of bears. So that was, that was quite, that was probably the scariest, uh, the scariest day. <laughs> That's so crazy. I, 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 sorry? That's crazy. Yeah, but yeah, somehow I managed to uh, elude uh, the bears. So I was very, very thankful for that because they're fast. <laughs> I didn't, again, there's something I didn't really know, but they, those bears can run. I mean, I, I read a report somewhere that they, they can run up to like 30 miles an hour across short distance or something. Like, no, like those really, bears really are fast. Yeah. yeah. And they can climb trees. They can run uphill. They can run downhill. They can uh, swim. Like, that, what, that, what chance does that give me? Like, I had no chance. I'm glad I didn't you know that ahead of time. Um <laughs> Ignorant but, uh, is bliss. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, it really was. It really was. <laughs> was okay. Nice. What about a book recommendation? 
Um, actually, I just, and this probably applies more to to to, to you and your 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 audience, because I just read a book by um, a woman named Elise Downing mm-hmm. called Coasting, which is a wonderful book, and she's a she was a trail runner. Um, mm-hmm. Although she didn't start, she like me, she just decided one day she she had no background in um, in running at all. Um, and she decided one day she wanted to run across, run a, a run along the coast of the UK, the entire coast, including you know England and and the whole of Wales and Scotland, um, which is a quite the distance. And um, yeah, it was a fascinating, a very um, honest account of um, of the, the, her trials and, and, and tribulations and. You know the ups and downs, um, but that was a, that was a yeah that was a fantastic book. Okay, nice recommendation. Um, what about a movie or TV series? Um, I remember when I was on the plane. You know, earlier I was telling you about how when I first got the idea of walking, I watched this documentary the documentary i watched that got me into it was was called um walking the camino mm-hmm. um it's a very it's a very low budget um film but you know very heartfelt and and it got me very excited by uh, at the prospect uh six ways to santiago that's what it's called walking the camino six ways to santiago because it follows six different people and, mm-hmm. and, and their, their their journeys and that was the, that was, it just happened to be on the plane um, as an option. And I just happened to watch it. And um, it was, a, it, was, it was really, um, it was a really, really interesting. And um, yeah, like I said, that's what gave me the, that's what started this whole thing. And now apparently I'm a, I'm a through hiker. <laughs> as a direct result of that. Okay. That's us. Oh, we actually had a long conversation. I still have so many questions, but I'm going to watch all your YouTube videos. I might message you from time to time with comments because (laughs) (laughs) seriously, I've watched the first one and I was like, this is good. Like, it's so good. Like your commentary, the dialogue and everything. It's a bit self-indulgent, but I really, I mean, I was doing it more, you know, for for, typically what would happen, because obviously I have, these conversations a lot uh, with a lot of people and um, I often end up having very similar conversations so part of the reason why I made it is to just go uh, you know just direct them to the to the you know if you re- if you want to know details just you know just watch the watch the thing and, uh, yeah you know, probably a lot of your questions will be answered <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay I, I'm actually going to watch the whole thing and I'm going to say to my daughter I actually was going to message and say, Natalie, I watched the YouTube videos. They're really good. You should watch them. So, <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it. <laughs> great, great. I'm glad, glad. Yeah, thank you so much, Alan. Oh, well, my pleasure. My pleasure. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. To support the show, please leave a rating and review on iTunes. It means a lot. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Running Voyager for updates. Here's to a week. 
full of great adventures. Cheers!